0: Started out, you you blew your load right away, and then you're scrambling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a commander player, I'm the one that plays my general just before a board wipe. I'm a poison killer. I'm the one who takes you out, even with a thousand life. Uh huh. It's Commander Smith's here to record again, and then I can keep going and going and
0: going. <laughs> uh, so I know it's I know it's Foo Fighters. Correct. Um, I... I don't know. I don't actually know the song my favorite foo fighter song well now i feel like we're really good friends <laughs> uh,
1: We're cousins larry come on you should know this
0: yeah why can't you pick like a more popular foo fighter song like better ones like these yeah okay yeah better I, one yeah, my better favorite one. nice yeah. Thanks. hero That's- hero is an amazing <laughs> foo fighter song my favorite foo fighter song a better one here's uh not, we're, sorry i not mad I'm welcome to the commander smiths where <laughs> very uh, disappointed adam uh adam's favorite band is foo fighters <laughs> mine and my wife's and uh tattoos to prove it it is not my favorite <laughs> band so but you enjoyed the I was, concert i enjoyed the concert a couple years back yeah, yeah. but that was because rise against open forum yeah and that was really enjoyable <laughs> and you were holding back teens from mosh pitting all over us <laughs> yeah <laughs> Because I'm a nice guy like that. You are. You are you're <laughs> you're our, <laughs> our buffer. I was your hero nice. that <laughs> night. You were <laughs> the Foo oh, Fighters hero. Yeah.
1: Touche. Duh. Anyways,
0: welcome to Commander Smiths. Yeah, I'm Lowry Smith. I am Adam Smith. And, uh, yeah... No, we're totally cousins, right? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't okay.
1: sure if we were going to get that or not. Right. I was going to let you do that one. Um, this is episode number 10. Wow, double digits. We did it already. We're done now. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just
0: kidding. I feel like we could go on forever. Oh, no, it's been
1: fun. I've been enjoying doing this. this is, yeah. It, it's kind of crazy. It's already at 10. Well, kind it of. It goes quick. What do we repeat a couple episodes cuz it didn't work. Yeah, so technically delete. we have 12, <laughs> 12, 13, whatever. So you
0: got that work up to it and that's Yeah, so that's we got the practice going. Uh, uh yep. No, what? I w- no, jinx on the ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: are we follow us on Twitter, Commander Smith's,
0: or Gmail us at Not
1: Commander follow Smith's us on Twitter. Tweet us at Twitter. or You can follow us on Twitter, but tweet at us. We are tweeting tweeting and we're gonna twatter again.
0: No, we're not gonna do that. It's um, not, no but we twatting. are putting
1: all our uh, just in case you wanted to see our specs um, or cards that we talked about during the episode. It is also on our Twitter. So if you're following us on there, you actually will after the episode post on that little tweet has all the specs and everything on it too. So it's yeah. another and place so to get we it. We type all up new.
0: all the, the, the speculation cards or just the spoiled cards that we're talking about. It just makes it a lot easier for you to be able to find what yeah. the cars that we've talked about, if you're driving or, uh, you know walking somewhere yeah biking <laughs> who does that <laughs> i don't know
1: and then larry actually is hyperlinked a lot of them so that uh at least on podbean i don't think on apple it works that like yeah so podbean it'll
0: hyperlink and then you can click on it it'll yeah, just it'll bring it you to, right the to the card it doesn't work on twitter either the hyperlinks yeah. but uh it, it'll at least give you an idea of where to look on yeah. cars that we've talked about
1: uh and so you said youtube so then you can also email us at commander at gmail um, i said that that one I didn't oh, say exactly. okay, well but then. you
0: can find us on youtube or apple or
1: subscribe uh, us on youtube yeah. uh, next week we should be doing our second installment of battle du- of du- no, dueling, dueling boxes, boxes.
0: yeah but... battle boxes we could change it to battle of the boxes <laughs> we could call it battle boxes and then put them in a ring and have it be like <laughs> battle bots <laughs> like punching each other and then like what, what i don't know how we rock them sock ems. yeah is that what
1: you're thinking about the yeah yeah
0: i was with what's battle head? bots isn't that the one with the comedy
1: central show or whatever where people no. built the, the, oh, battle, the machines that you would that fight? might
0: be it yeah where they had like chainsaws yeah, on the front I of them and that. run into other I like remote controls was. that'd be way better if we <laughs> with, did that with boxes with magic
1: cards before even opened them <laughs>
0: Get some Legos together, construct them, and put our boxes on top of it, run into each other like bumper cars.
1: I just think it's funny that you say paper cuts. Our boxes were never mind. Anyways, I'm um, a male. (laughs) Are you? Yes. 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 We are uh, pretty sure. As as he itches down there. Uh, anyways, this, the area, this, I this episode, checking. we have it into two segments. We actually just got done with a pre-release. pre-release yeah, today. Dominaria
0: pre-release. Yep.
1: Oh, by the way, I hmm. uh, found out this week um, that you are saying Dominaria correctly, and I am saying it wrong by saying Dominaria. It oh, is Dominaria.
0: How do we know that? Um,
1: one of the other podcasts that I listened to, I don't remember which one it was. They were had one of the judges on. And the judge actually clarified the way that they actually are. Something is there a judge ruling? Is there a judge
0: ruling on how to say the on word the pronunciation? Nah. <laughs>
1: no, But so that's what I heard from their their podcast oh, okay. that they said that dominaria. How I was saying it is kind of like Minnesotan where it's dominaria, but oh. dominaria is the proper way to say it. So okay. you've been
0: saying it right. Yeah, good job. Thank you. Way to go, buddy. I'm
1: glad that you. Well, uh, speaking of that, me out there. One other thing that we figured out this week with uh, rule change um this is gonna be a little complicated to explain but anyways with damage
0: being done with oh oh for okay so yeah the wording on uh the newer cards in dominaria they say like target yeah target permanent or just just target target. yeah Yeah. so deal three damage to a target yeah instead uh, of creature or player lightning bolt kind of thing or yeah and so what's that what that is doing is the the rule change happens with planeswalkers yep um so if anything states like creature or player, that really is stating now it's uh, eroded to, to target. Yeah. Well, now what they're going to be doing, but before if
1: it, you used to be able to like let's say with uh, earthquake, if you did X damage, to five damage to all creatures and players, you could you redirect could put it to your planeswalker. The, yeah. The now that wouldn't be the case because it's saying creatures or players. It's not saying all target. And so it's, and yeah. yeah. So it's actually there's a
0: difference between creature and player or and creature or player which
1: this should have been the rule from the get-go
0: the, yeah they should have changed this a decade ago yeah, so, I, I agree
1: so that's the one big rule thing that i learned about this week and we kind
0: of talked about there, it there's so. something about the mono pool going oh, away yeah. as well um, but, but it, functionally nothing has changed I, yeah. I don't think you need to worry about anything it's just i think it's to simplify it for newer players yep, i think that's what they're totally
1: doing yeah. is just making it easier i mean because so, yeah. there
0: isn't a physical pool where i could put my mana and that'd yeah, be that'd be great, like a just pool. a little. You could
1: uh, uh, Scrooge McDuck in it, in there. oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> just throw your commander in there and I can
0: swim around. <laughs> have you seen that Family Guy episode where no. Peter? Fills, <laughs> no, I
1: haven't. So he fills up his like, chamber like with all the gold and stuff like that, and then he tries to Scrooge McDucket in there, oh, and he like breaks <laughs> his bones. He's like, "That is not how it's supposed to happen." Like, I actually boy, haven't seen everywhere. that. One. I have seen that one. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That cartoon was completely <laughs> false. I don't know if that's the exact quotes, but that was, yeah. It's really funny. So yeah, uh, segment one, we're going to kind of talk about a pre-release, how all that went. And then segment and then we'll two, to try and go to the- masterpieces yeah. that
0: were a special set released within
1: other sets and the only reason we're kind of talking about that is they've been kind of going bonkers lately so we're kind
0: of it's kind of the buzz right now and since everybody's doing it i feel like we should copy we them should.
1: well and it's kind of our it is our spec segment because we're going yeah to it'll be just be the speculation part of the things segment. that we think you should spec into or get into
0: yeah
1: uh but first let's talk about our pre-release preview <laughs> Was that too loud? I don't know. It, was... yeah, it doesn't look like you hit red there, but I think red hit. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd your pre-release preview go, Lowry? How... Or...
0: Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, not like you. You were perfect. You were 4-0. Four, four and four and oh. I went 3-1. and one. Um, You lost your last game late, though, so it was – you were – Yeah, so I was 2-0. Oh, it was just four rounds, uh, and then we uh, – uh, so I played like green white. I uh, was uh,
1: black white.
0: You're black white. Yep. That's uh, pretty. Well, that's uh, actually PC the, of you. The but. the last yeah, nice. The last guy I went against was a black white deck too. It, yeah, and and I can talk about like in my second match that guy was black white yeah. and he that was a, a solid deck that I was playing against. So overall good experience with it. I
1: was I, I love the pre release. I
0: yeah pre releases in general are just a lot of fun. You go in there, there shouldn't be a lot of pressure in my mind like. You're just going to kind of play with new cards, figure them out. Every, yeah. It's new for everybody.
1: I like it because it's not, like, you know, modern. You get in there, and we, we've talked about it many times, the, the turn two, it's turn It's a race three. to turn yeah. four. And see it, if you got what's going on. This is just more kind of it has that grinded-out feel like Commander a little bit. Not It's not Commander, but, you know, no, it takes longer. Yeah. Uh, although some of my games were done by oh, turn four. If you yeah. get
0: mana screwed, like, it's just it's brutal in this i can i can definitely agree yeah now out of the group
1: everybody in our group
0: so we had five of us yep five of us yeah there was um, five in our group
1: everybody pulled a freaking twenty dollar plus card except for me yeah <laughs> but or you want four oh and the you while you want in here <laughs>
0: you you want eight packs and you still <laughs> i still didn't get anything any, yeah guys stuff <laughs> If but, yeah,
1: like, uh, so one of our buddies, he, Jeremy, pulled a Karn.
0: Yeah, uh, and the last pre-release he went to was uh, Fate Reforge, and he pulled Ugin in yeah, that one. he got Ugin. Dude's luckier than a l- lucky charm. <laughs> luckier than a, a leprechaun, <laughs> a rabbit's foot. A horseshoe. What else? I don't know. Uh, Penny. Penny found on the ground. That doesn't have to be heads? I never played that way. <laughs> Is that does it have to be heads, heads up? The thing is both heads up or
1: tails. Maybe that's
0: know. why it never worked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll start figuring that out. Just start throwing pennies down in the park and walk by. Oh, penny.
1: <laughs> so he he pulled a Carn. Uh I would say Trombley probably had the best pulls maybe or no, I um, guess Karn. No, he got Karn was the best one. Yeah, oh, he did
0: get a Mox Amber. Yeah, Mox uh, Amber. Along with... He probably did. He got a foil Jaya Ballard which and, and then was that it? foil uh blade wing i i don't remember the first name varix blade wing
1: okay so he had a pretty good pull. lowry pulled a history
0: of benalia foil foil. for the promo and then then mark on his
1: on his one pack he won he got scarab guide because yeah so he was yeah he
0: he was able to pull something because when it's pre-release the the store only has so much of Stuff the newer product up. that's unreleased and so anybody that didn't too, do so well they got to just pick a random standard pack uh and he yeah he pulled scarab to god which yeah. is <laughs> <ridiculous. laughs> freaking <laughs> so good
1: you're like you gotta make a commander deck now with that and he's just yeah he's one commander deck and this would be a nice one to make if he makes that one yeah. so i'm uh, excited for him yeah so it was it was Go fun. Do it. Um I didn't get a lot of good cards, but that's not normally how.
0: But you went four zero, yeah. You and so, like, how did you do it? Well, so
1: the stuff that I got in my pack openings, the rares, um, I had Verdant Force, which that's such a you, yeah. Raid. You can't. Along with Thorn Elemental, that'd be a little tough to get that. Late. It'd all have to be mono ramp stuff. Yeah. Um, but I picked up two Yawgmoth's Vile Offering, and I was thinking at first that was going to be in there. What, what's that one do? Is that one of those? So it's the Sorcery Legendary. Oh, sorcery, legendary sorcery. sorcery. It's one black and four colorless. I don't think we ever talked about this one. We picked. This no, one. We it wasn't didn't. one of the better yeah. ones. But it's put up to one target creature, or planeswalker, card from your graveyard onto the battlefield. From a graveyard, not just yours, yeah. under your control. Destroy. Up to one other target creature or planeswalker, then you exile it. So originally, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to put this in there." Black was my strongest. I had the most, uh, you know, I had a couple rares in there. But then I realized I only had two legendary creatures.
0: You know what? And that's that's what I would say. I had the problem with. We actually we both pulled the weatherlight, yep. uh, oh, yeah, artifact, which the- is four mana. Uh, it's a four five flying. You have to crew it for three. And whenever it deals damage, you reveal the top five cards, and you get to put a. Is it a historic card? Historic card, into, card
1: your, into your hand? I,
0: I, I think I hit two or three times with weatherlight. I did it once and got no advantage. I'm,
1: um, I was already had the game won by that point, so it gave me one card, but it wasn't. But the,
0: it, did it get you a card? Like yeah. it didn't even get me a card. Oh, yeah, it got me. And I hit me, two or three times. It got
1: me a saga, I think. Like that, I think is what it got me. Or no, it got me the, the thing the the star of I would say pre released was the on Sarah's wings.
0: Yeah, I I had that played against me, and it scared the crap out of me.
1: That, I think every time I played that, I won the game. Because what it does, it's three colorless, one white. It's a legendary enchantment aura. Enchant creature, enchant creature is a legendary. So I technically would have four, because I got two of these. Mm. Um, It gets one plus one, flying, vigilance, and lifelink. So there's a few times, at least two games, where I was knocked down to like five to four life five or six life and then you play that and swing I, and boom, boom i just gained boom. it all back and it was pretty ridiculous um so yeah I, I didn't i
0: didn't get one of those but when i saw it like when it was played against me in my second match i was like holy like i didn't know how to deal with it i had Weatherlight on the battlefield it was going to survive against like the 4-4 version of all that yeah but i would have just fallen behind because he was starting to get ahead on pressure and
1: the funny thing the only time i used this card and I had it in there and it won me the won me the last game, the one that get four oh was Ice Manipulator. I love that they brought that back. I knew that yeah. it was gonna be good <laughs> if I could get it out, but I held this guy down. He had a six six the six six flyer from the saga. From the saga that he has to sacrifice a creature each turn. So I just kept tapping it down, he kept sacking stuff. He had enough to sack, so it actually didn't Yeah, make... you
0: it, before it comes out you get 4-0-1s. Yeah. And he
1: went through those and then he went through a, uh, two other creatures and then he went through that fungus or um, the thalid that when it dies Ugh. it creates a sapperling. So he went through eight creatures, <laughs> but Jeez. see he had so much more life than I did, and that was the game that he got me down to four, and then I got that on Sarah's wings, and I just gained oh, all my just life started back. coming back. Yeah, and so he couldn't stop it. So yeah,
0: it was uh, interesting. So how first game we we were both three or the first two yeah.
1: matches we were both two zero.
0: Yeah, I I mean. I don't feel like super amazing at like the competition that i had <laughs> you had a kid so yeah it was the first one i was like hey how's it going you know he's like oh it's my first pre-release uh you know he's literally sixth grade pretty sure <laughs> uh and i was like oh how long have you been playing and he's like i started back in the fall and i was like oh okay oh, no <laughs> um and so and i was like yeah, don't worry about it just have fun uh you know that's that's basically what these pre releases for don't worry about it you know we're We'll work together, and um, so he he was playing a three color deck
1: for a person that hasn't been playing that. Yeah, yeah and that's...
0: I and I you don't know, because I don't know what he was playing. I, you know, maybe he was a lot better than I thought, but he he wasn't. <laughs> and you know, we I I kind of he just got mana screwed the two games, and I just kind of rolled them. But he gave uh, him so, some pointers though, because yeah. Afterwards, three... and I was like, oh, what are, what are you playing with? And he he just pulled out the lich's mastery, and I was like. Oh, that's. You You should probably not be playing that. Didn't you say he had Dreadshade and, too? And then he had Dreadshade. So, yeah. like, a bunch of, like, really heavy mana costed in a three color deck. And I think he had, like, a couple, like, some white and red in there too. And I was just like, ah, you shouldn't. He's like, oh, I, th- I just wanted to do it, you know, play a play bunch with of my every power. card I have. That's and, awesome. <laughs> and then, you know, I was just like, well, I'm going to look like a dickhead if I tell him, like, no you probably shouldn't play it that way because I just got done telling him yeah it's just fun don't worry yeah, about and it and then you're like and then I said well, if, if I turn around but you shouldn't do that yeah. because that's bad <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't you know you can't do that so I was just like yeah I, I think it'll be fun get it working see if uh, if you can make it work I didn't see him or talk with him afterwards to see how he did but it just it, it he didn't play a whole ton of cards when we were playing just because he was just I think he was Monus pretty minuscrew like just didn't yeah. have the colors uh, so so you two owed him then? Yeah, I mean, I with my green white, I was able to just play some you know commons that were you know four mana four fours, and it just ended the game pretty quick. Yeah. So.
1: My first round, I played a. Really old dude. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. which he is like, oh yeah, icy manipulator because he had his my icy manipulator. He's like, this brings me back to when I started playing magic in the nineties. I'm like, yeah, that's when I played too. Whatever. <laughs> but I'm not kidding. This guy took so long on his turns. We f- were we finished game one with ten minutes to go in the whole Ooh, match. That is a long. Yeah. I, I know
0: you said it was. It took a long time. But and then I felt
1: terrible because like not terrible, but. He had me beat that first game. He had that uh, 7-7 guy that you, a lot of you guys had. The, oh, Traxos? Yeah, Traxos. yeah, Traxos was bomb. Yeah, so we had him, and he could have killed me like all out attacking, but he was scared of uh, Yargle. He,
0: Yargle's dangerous, <laughs> the so, 9-3. But
1: he was—he could have just all out attacked. He had an uh, IC manipulator. He could have tapped me out, but he was more focused on me attacking him. Had, I, I was down to 6-life. He could have easily killed... Well, actually, huh. not easily. It would have gotten me perfectly at zero if he would have just icy manipulator and used it right. Anyways, he didn't. I ended up gotten, getting on Sarah's wings, gained my life back flying. He had no flyers, so I just went over the top of him and killed him. Yeah. I actually killed him with Yargle at the end, I think. Yargle... Turned into a... So he was worried ten. about the right card. He yeah. just, just needed to be more aggressive. Well, that was the hard thing. He had Icy Manipulator. I had to spread out my enchant creatures on all... I had three oh, creatures Oh, you couldn't out. build them up? And yeah, because he could just tap one out. To... So, actually... Uh, no, I take that back. It was... Uh, Urugos, or the uh, the... Hypnotic yeah. sphincter, sphincter guy, sphincter. sphincter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was back when we were teenagers. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, so we called it hippie sphincter back in the day. because yeah. so we were.
1: He's actually he won boys. my first game that game, and then he won me the last game that I played at the very end of the match. But he had no cards, and I that was the one oh, where. So I, it allowed you to draw. Yeah. I okay. started with. That and Yargle in my hand and five land or whatever, and I was like, I don't like taking mulligans. Yar- Yargle is just so freaking funny. Yeah, I know. But so, but then I drew into four lands, so. My only cards were those two for the first four turns. Oof. And so he was just... That's why I was down so got low. got you down pretty far. Yeah. And then but once you, once once you got... played Yargle, he was like, whoa! Yeah. Well, then he would tap him down, so then I was hitting him. He had no hand left, and then I was drawing cards. Okay. And that's how I ended up winning. Anyways, then the next game, I beat him... Um but it took you you had 10 minutes so you had to you had to beat him it was ridiculous i couldn't believe i was like i don't ever want to play this guy
0: again i was worried we were gonna have to tie he He was a nice guy like a nice old he was a
1: nice guy just like on turn two you only have x amount of options there shouldn't be that many options and he took five minutes just to do turn two Mm. so but anyways that was uh my first match second match i went 2-0 as well it against a kid, so same thing as you. Yeah, that kind of happens. Uh, three color. It, maybe it was the same. No. Did the kid... Maybe it was the same kid? I don't know. Did he? No. With the hair thing? No,
0: that's not how... I don't think that's how it works. Like, winners go to the yeah, top. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, okay. People that lose go to the second one. You're right. I was yeah, going to call so losers, I,
1: but... I 3 or 2 owed him as well. He was playing green, red, I believe. Green, red. Which, yeah.
0: Which felt like a pretty powerful yeah. combination today. Like um, nothing stood
1: out with that that match so much. But um, how would your second nothing, match go?
0: I I feel like the second match was was pretty fun one. Uh, I was that was the black white uh, deck that I was playing against, and the first one he just like attritioned me out. So like I was just playing green white, so mostly green, and so I was just playing car. You know four fours for four, mm. two twos for two, but like. I was playing a lot of kicker cards, so they had the ability to get bigger later on in the game. Yeah. Um, but, like, this one where I just basically had to trade all the time, where he had enough removal, and then he had enough, like, card draw to just, like, beat me in the first game. So it was your first. Yeah, and then first. the second game, he, got, he came out a little bit slow, and I just kind of steamrolled him, yeah. where I just, like, curved out really well. Like two two ooze for two and then i i had like two danithas i almost always played danitha caption on turn three on every game nice and you know that was nice enough and then i go four into like one of the four fours uh which uh baloth gorger baloth gorger i had two of those and so it's like which a, one is that uh, it's uh, a four four for a two green two colorless and you could kick it for four to turn it into a seven seven. Oh, nice did and you so, ever get it to a seven seven yeah nice Yep, yeah, i was able to do that and like they just the some of the kicker cards were really good in green, and so I felt like if if I was going on curve, it was pretty hard to stop me. Um Yeah. So you won the so, second game. Won the yeah. third game. Well, yeah, and the the funnest part about that one was where I had a I had Song of Frey Elise out, and so I just I never used the tapping for like it's a it's a saga that. When it comes into play, all your creatures can tap for any mana. Next up, keep. It says all your creatures can tap for any mana. And then on the third one, you sacrifice it, and then all of your creatures get one a 1-1 counter. They're Vigilant, Trample, Indestructible.
1: Yeah, for that turn. For that turn. But they get the 1-1 one, one counter. Yeah, that's the one card we talked about last week.
0: Yeah, and so like I, I just thought it was really bad in my deck, and then all of a sudden I was like, that's how I get through, but I just have to wait forever. And then I attacked... Got him down a whole ton, but they have vigilance, so he couldn't, like, crack back. Nice. And then I, uh, Nature Spiral brought it back and played it that same turn. Uh-huh. So I was doing it again <laughs> two more turns later, and I just... Uh, over random, just basically. over random, like nice. yeah, he couldn't he couldn't crack back, and then I was able to just kind of take it down from there. Nice. So otherwise, it was a really uh, Good match. fun matches. Nice. Yeah.
1: And then you go into your third match is where you get your first. Loss. This is where
0: I lost. It was, wah, wah. <laughs> actually, this guy, um, yeah, I one Uh So um, he was playing a red green deck, but pretty similar idea to mine. Uh, so he had a lot of green, like creatures, very similar. Like I'd play ooze, he'd play an ooze. And we did that two games in a row, and it was just kind of... So you guys
1: are just duplicates.
0: Yeah, and nice. my problem was is that he had like some of the tricks, so he was able to pump it if oh. we were trading, and then I'd be like, well, I'm out. Yeah. And he just he has more resources on the board, and so he was able to attrition me out that way for, like, two games. Um, the funnest part out of those games was the first one for me. Because he... you won. Yeah, because I won. <laughs> but he was going to kill me, so he kicked uh a red dude that stole my grun yeah and then he's like well i'm gonna all out attack you and you're gonna die and i I played the uh dude yeah the instant sapling uh spore swarm and it got me three one ones and i was able to block enough to go down to two and then he was at like six. So you got your dude. And so back. I got Grun back. He was tapped out, and I just oh, went, "Oh, nice,
1: no, You're dead." <laughs> yeah, that's nice. And he's like,
0: "I didn't think you were going to have that cool trick." And I was like, "It's the only trick I have, because <laughs> everything else was just like creatures on curve. It was like the only instant in my deck." <laughs> nice. So what was uh, what was your third game like?
1: Uh, third game. So that was the first loss or match. Yeah, uh, third match. or third match. Yeah, that was the first loss I got. Um, the very first game. Um, I got mana screwed and then I did actually take a mulligan. Um, so then I went down to six, had one land and I was just, I didn't want to go down to five. So I was like, screw it. Top card. The card I had in my hand was planes. Top card was a planes and I didn't get another swamp. So he killed me by t- turn four or five. But oh, he was playing crazy. fungus. Yeah. I think he was playing green red. And then the next, next game he got mana screwed, but he only had to go down to six but it didn't affect him like it affected my game, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I was dead. Played, my thing. every game I won, I think, on Sarah's wings made me win. Like, because I just, no one had flyer defense that I Yeah, played. like,
0: the only, I, I had that, like, pierce the sky. Yeah. Which was a sorcery, green, colorless, and deal 7 damage to target flying creature. Yeah, so that's, it, it, And that saved me in a couple of games, but, like...
1: Flyers seemed to be the thing that people couldn't stop. And that was mainly what my stuff was. Uh, Not all my stuff, but given the stuff flying, it was my game winner. And so I'd have that. So then the next two games I rolled him. Um, They weren't, like, notable at all. None of my games were, except for my last game, the kid that I played in the finals or whatever.
0: He was playing a black-white deck Black, same deck as me.
1: Um, First game he rolled me. I uh, didn't. I didn't put up much of a fight. He just everything was working for him. He had a lot, a lot of removal. So I was actually well, that, that's nervous. the biggest
0: thing about like in in limited, like the more removal, the better, and yep. then you drop a bomb and win.
1: Yeah. So I only have four removal in the deck, but uh, the second game, that's when he got me down to four, and I got on the, Sarah's the wings. On Sarah's wings, <laughs> and I just went over the top of him and started gaining it all back. And it wasn't icy manipulator was the fifth or the third game where i tapped him out and he just had to keep sacking i didn't
0: see icy at all i didn't get it i never saw it it just yeah the first
1: very first match and the last match were the ones that i had i had icy and my opponent had I C in the first match um but yeah, it. I knew it was going to be good because it taps out whatever you want, you
0: know. And so yeah, I yeah. was tapping
1: out his guy, and then his guy was making him
0: sacrifice six or uh,
1: creatures. So. And that was
0: in the that okay. So that was the match that that happened. Yeah. So that okay. was the
1: last game, and so it was it was a you know we probably went twelve turns because I was stalling him out, gaining my life back because he got me down to four, and he was he was up there. He was freaking I don't know. He's at thirty or something. So it took me a long oh, wow. time to get him down. And then he kept getting that saga that he he i lose two life he gains two life and then the last one he does the half life oh yeah that's how he beat me the first game i'm not even sure on that one yeah so the first first and second of that saga it's the black and uh, black uh, saga he, i lose two life opponent loses two life and you gain two life on the the third one you lose half your life, but you make a creature that's that power. Oh, really? So he in the first game he made an eleven eleven. Oh, jeez. And then he gave it on Sarah's wings and flew over the top. Him. <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's a that's good play. Yeah. So um, on Sarah's wings was the the big thing for me for the games that I played. Uh, Mark said though, what's the card that he kept going against? Uh, the cream. oh, Multani. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mark. Mark says out of. So he played a total of 10 games, yeah, and he, he saw Maltani Friday. five oh, yeah. times yeah. today. And that was just today. I today. don't know what he was talking about Friday. Night. No, I don't think he, he okay. didn't
1: talk about Friday. But, yeah, he did well on Friday. He said he went 3-1. 3-1. Yeah, so then, that's really good. Yeah. And then you finished up with what?
0: Uh, so Wins, I was, I was I Yeah, I was 2-0 on a kid that he just uh, – I mean an older kid, but he just uh, – Got mana screwed two times in a row. That sucks. Like I and yeah, I wish I wish it was a lot easier to not get mana screwed yeah. or flooded too. I was getting I was flooding out like. Oh, crazy. that was my first. Yeah, like uh, you said, I first was only one. playing. You know, I generally play in between sixteen to eighteen lands, depending on what my curve is. And then, um, like, I was just playing seventeen, and I was just I I had eleven land in one game, and I was just like, what the heck is going on? That last game I
1: won, I counted I had fourteen of my seventeen land out. And that wasn't even one where I got necessarily flooded. That first game, I had 15 of my (laughs) 17 land.
0: It was insane. You need to learn how to shuffle. I do, too. I I was just complaining about it, so I will also learn how to shuffle. It's, I hate – that's the
1: worst part about it is when you get mono Screwed or mono Flood. Yeah.
0: So you 2-0'd them though? Yeah, 2-0'd. Yeah. yeah, we played another one and then that was a little bit closer, but, but just for that. fun. Yeah, nice. I still won that one. Sweet. Well, yeah, overall, the one card that I thought was super fun though – that like nothing super interesting happened from it because it was off and on. It was just – I saw it a lot and I, people around me were just like Traxos, and Scourge of Crude. Yeah. And I had one. Mark had one. It was yep. just like every time – you played it, it scared the crap oh, out of yeah. whoever you were against. And I know when I saw it, I went, Oh Yep, my Mark and I played a side
1: match just in between one of the, the games yeah. and he busted that out. And I was like, Nope, remove it. Yeah, <laughs> get that out of here. And I and
0: I had it and I was able to I probably was able to deal about twenty one damage over the course of the the four matches. Nice. And it's just like he's just so big. You know, and people are just like, Well, I can block with a two-two, but there's no point. I'm still gonna take five damage, and like, it's, it's just so huge. Yeah. Um. And I I really only t- untapped it like four times, and so people because like it's just hard enough to have enough historical well, with the trample things. and all that stuff. But yeah, seven-seven trample for four. Yeah. And it just comes into play tapped. If you play a historic spell, it untaps. Yeah. Um, I had I had one player I can't remember which one, but they had a. Atraxos and then they just untapped him and left him there and I couldn't get around that either I was just like man if he was more aggressive with it I probably would have died then yeah. but like I, I also couldn't deal any damage until I, I think I, I got some removal like yeah. destroy target enchantment or whatever nice so but I, enchantment I, that wouldn't do anything or <laughs> whatever I got I got a destroy Rod enchantment play. and I destroyed uh, his saga
1: <laughs> and that uh, he just forfeited at that point <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, overall, is there anything else that stood out? We, You had Weatherlight, I had Weatherlight. I got through once. It got me, and when we talked about that. I It didn't really yeah. affect my game at all. I would say um, one of the cool sagas was the white one, uh, Triumph of Gerard. Yeah, what's that one do? Uh, so one and two uh, of the saga gives a 1-1 counter on target creature with the greatest power. And then when you get to the third one... Target creature you control with the greatest power gains flying, first strike, life link until end
0: That's a lot of keywords, yeah. and it was
1: only two to come out. So I mean, that was pretty interesting. The Drudge Sentinels helped me a little bit with oh yeah, yeah. They're two a one, and it's a skeleton warrior. More for they turn into indestructible. You can tap three, three tap mana, it. Yeah, um, and then I did win when, the side one with Mark. My um, my five five Golem with trample, I gave him plus two plus two and first strike right. oh that's so, that's pretty good too um, but
0: yeah, I think I played historia or history of Benalia once um and it just you know made the two tokens and then I won the game so like it just you were i didn't I didn't the, really get to play yeah. with it a whole ton and i don't I didn't have enough night support for like the ultimate, I guess the no third problem. saga part of it, and what so i do the third part uh it gives knights knights you control get plus two plus one until end of turn oh okay so like i only had the two knights that would be created from this and then danitha caption as a knight Mm. and so other than that like at best i could have three knights. i mean for four right three Three to get two Two. knights. sure that's pretty over a period of time so yeah it, it worked ish sagas were interesting
1: um I would, did you
0: ever see, like, a Legendary Sorcery? I know you said you didn't play the two that you had. No one I, or the no one or one I played had a I, I didn't see sorcery. a Legendary Sorcery no. either.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just a little tough. I think I could have played with it, but I'm glad I didn't. It's just, it was too much, and it, it counted on too much stuff. Oh, one thing we did find out weird with this, though, is that some packs you open, oh. you don't have a rare in them. Yeah. I so, opened two packs that did not have a rare. So,
0: yeah, you went four zero, so you won eight packs, and you opened them. And there, there Out were of two, the eight,
1: two of the packs did not have a uh, freaking rare in it. And I
0: and I, me going 3-1, I, I won four packs, and two of mine didn't have rares in oh, them either. Oh, so 50%. Yeah. yeah. I still got a bunch of cards that I Which Yeah, he only won one pack, and but, he didn't get a rare.
1: But I thought he picked... Oh, uh, no, 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 no. That must have been in his set then?
0: might what? have been yeah because he picked aether revolt so yeah you're right he didn't win uh dominari yeah i don't know Huh? interesting he might have just because i feel like i i got all the rares yeah in, i got all uh, the rares in the, in the pre-release, the pre-release pack. pack
1: stuff so i don't know oh yeah because they said if you didn't have oh no if you didn't have the pre-release stuff you're supposed to bring it back. yeah 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 okay uh, so yeah, that that pretty much rounds up. So that was interesting though that some of the packs. I'm, I'm very curious what happens with their battle of boxes. With... Yeah,
0: battle of the boxes. I, that would suck to get like a bunch of packs without rares in them. Yeah, I
1: don't know if if it totals up, it might be like. I it's got... not. It's not battle
0: boxes. Sorry. What are you doing to me? Dueling boxes. <laughs> Do we want to change the name <laughs> of it? Ding 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 I, ding I know ding, that ding. we like alliteration with yeah. the names of our <laughs> things, so like it should be battle box. Battle technically, boxes. the way. Pre-release preview. <laughs> The capital P.
1: Anyways, let's move on to segment two. Uh, so, what we're going to talk about is the uh, masterpiece stuff, uh, Zendikar Expeditions. Uh, we're also going to talk about the master si- masterpiece series from Kaladesh, Kaladesh Inventions, and also Amonkhet Invocations. But I think how we're first going to start it off is we're going to start with the 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 first ones ones, that were printed. Zendikar Expedition. Yeah, Expeditions. Now, the only reason we're kind of talking about this is, like we talked about earlier, these are getting bought up. Not just the Expeditions. Actually, the first ones that are being targeted right now is the Kaladesh ones. The Kaladesh Inventions. Because they kind of are the most usable ones. There there are,
0: and they're... I mean, I don't know if this matters towards what you're buying, but they're gorgeous. Every yeah. single one of them is really well, that's, like the art.
1: That's my Monocrypt is from that one. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't. I wanted that one out of all the the different. There's so many different art for Monocrypt, even though it was never in a set until the masterpiece <laughs> stuff. But that's the one that I wanted. Yeah. It, um. But yeah. So one thing that was interesting that uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, it's uh, called MTG Fast Finance. These guys are pretty good at. Um doing the specs and all that stuff but they were talking this week one of the guys broke it down now they don't give
0: yeah they don't wizards doesn't tell you how much uh how much product was sold yeah uh so you we we don't get any idea of how many boxes are sold how much product how much print is being, run and all yeah that. They... we don't um do they tell a print run? We might know the print run.
1: So, anyways, he broke it down and he said he's done the calculations. So his other co- other host on the show has questioned him on this, but he's like, no, I broke this down. You can, I guess, he could figure out how much magic uh, sells in a year, and he broke down each set, and then he broke down the amount of each one or whatever, and his, to his calculations. He came up with each masterpiece series. There's only about five to ten thousand copies of each. Copies of each, now, which is extremely rare. Yeah, and and this is kind of like the known fact with it is one out of every four boxes you'll get a masterpiece. One masterpiece
0: from the sets that they were in, which would be Battle for Zendikar block, or uh, Kaladesh block, or Almancat block, and then they stopped it. Yeah. After Almancat block
1: and. So then they got into a discussion. They uh, they had another guy on that was talking about... It's one of the the top collectors in the United States, and he's selling part of his collection for $350,000. So they all got in this... No big deal.
0: (laughs) I'm just going to go buy a house with my magic (laughs) That's actually what he's doing.
1: He's selling his his stuff because he's going to go build a house or buy a house or something like that. Um, But anyways, they got in a discussion about how the Masterpiece series, all this stuff, the... It's like a modern day reserve list. So the dual lands because they're
0: so rare and hard to get, but and they're they're not going to print them. They're not. Yeah, you're not going to get another printing of it. You'll get that
1: card, uh, but like for example, when we talk about Zendikar Expeditions here, the expedition foils, but you won't get that design ever again. They're never going to have that design. So they were comparing that to the dual lands. Now the dual lands. I don't know. Where he came up with this number, but um said there's probably about 300,000 dual lands out
0: per per dual land. Yeah, original dual land. Because I mean, it could be because there was a printing in Alpha, Beta, Unlimited, and, and revised. revised. So it could be four different printings, and then he's adding them all together. Yeah.
1: So those you go with um Underground C is over 300. dollars I mean, all the dual lands are about 100. Hundred bucks or something? yeah, I
0: believe all of them are at least over a hundred dollars. Revised, revised, which yeah, is the cheapest go, way of doing yeah, it. That's
1: the ones that we have. Uh, you have, uh,
0: I have a uh, unlimited band have, bands.
1: Yep, and I have the same. Uh, I think unlimited. You have unlimited yeah? plateau, plateau. That's right, plateau. Um, but anyways, so they got into discussion about how these. That's why they're getting bought up. And so then Larry and I kind of were talking, and we're like, we should probably talk about this this episode because recently. They're just getting bought up everywhere, and there isn't a lot. There isn't a big supply of them. So yeah, um, and,
0: and this this one's going to be a little tougher for me to like. I'm just, I'm going to just complain about prices because they're they're quite expensive.
1: Yeah, to, like, just to give you an idea. So we'll talk. We'll start it off with
0: yeah, with the Zendikar
1: uh, Expeditions. So the most expensive ones are your Fetchlands, which are the the ones where you. When you come into play, when it comes into play, you can tap and sat, pay one life and go look for. And it's not a basic land, it's look for a dual, not a dual, but a island and a swamp. Yeah, so, or, a polluted
0: delta is going to be a swamp or an island. Yeah, like you're saying.
1: Yeah. So, polluted delta is the one that's the most expensive, and it's at $350 right now.
0: Yeah. And, and the reason why it's hard for me to go out and, like, I, I understand the whole rarity thing, but, like, uh, but polluted delta you can get for under 50 yeah. easy you know I, I I didn't even go and check what it is but I'm, I'm pretty sure you can get a polluted Delta for under 30 actually uh, let's see what is 18. It? Yeah. 18 18 under 20 yeah
1: so the, you can get a regular one without foil, but that's the thing is it's the collectors part yes yeah, the collectors are going part crazy of, and, because, and it's just and a lot of your commander players are foil players and they a lot of them are collectors because you only yeah. need one of these um, so to go off of this, we're not saying go get these. Uh, we're just kind of talking about if you... making you aware of yeah. it. Uh, and... If you wanted it for your collection, these may be. They, most likely, are they're going to just keep going up
0: because they're just so rare. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: All the all the fetches we grouped those all in one. I actually bought two to try to see if I can turn them, but I bought the two bottom ones. Which um, ones were those? I picked up wooded foothills for about a hundred and twenty. And then I picked up Arid Mesa for about uh, one fifteen. Right. Okay. Um, from when I bought it, Flooded st- or not Flooded Rain, Wooded Wooded Pit Hills is up, I think, five bucks from when I bought it. And I now, to-
0: and one reason why I didn't go after so I traded for a Flooded Grove, which is the green blue filter mm-hmm. land. And I didn't go after anymore. Like, I, I think I traded a um, Zendikar Skulling Tarn for it. Yeah. Which technically wasn't a good trade at this point, but I mean, money wise. But I, what we're believing is that these will go up a little bit uh, because of the rarity. But like, my flooded grove was just like dark and kind of discombobulated. Like, it didn't interest me in getting any more yeah. when it came to that it's one a, specifically. It's
1: a completely different design. They're full art, which is pretty sweet. And that's kind of the cool thing to me with uh these.
0: And you just received your fetches right now and you're saying that you thought they looked really good. I think they look pretty sharp. Okay.
1: Like these suckers are shiny as hell. <laughs> like
0: I don't know if they Yeah.
1: The pr- the printing of it is I don't know. It just they they actually looked pretty good. I'm gonna sell the fetches, but um, the ones that I will keep one of, um, well, let's, let's work down the list a, a little bit. So okay. then our next tier is what are shock lands?
0: Yeah. Shock, shock, lands are used, uh, they're, they're your cheaper version of your dual lands. They're probably the best, next best lands that you can have yeah. after the original duels.
1: Yeah. They're, everybody should have those. I mean, if you can't afford the duels that oh, totally understandable, but
0: you should go get the Shocklands, Shocklands. from return not necess- to Ravnica, yeah, not
1: from this set necessarily. Those are they are already up there in price. They're yeah, over they're what, 150, 150 for yeah. overgrown tomb and that was uh, oh to give you an idea too when I was talking about the other fetch um well this the the overgrown tomb was 70 bucks a month or so ago, not even a month ago, actually a couple weeks ago, and now it's 150.
0: So it's so things are kind of they're just like exploding yeah. once people are realizing how rare they are and, and people that, are willing to go out of the way. And that polluted
1: hands. delta I was talking about was the same thing. It was 200 bucks, a little less than a month ago, and now it's 350. 350. But yeah. so the shocklands, yeah, I feel like we're kind of late on that as well. um There's a couple other random ones in there. You got wasteland, which is already up
0: there. Uh, like i feel like monocon Confluence is way overpriced there it was just printed in theros like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the debbie downer on this because (laughs) i I just feel like it's i i feel like some of these cards are just way too expensive but it's the collector part is what I I, and and that's the thing is these are
1: the one of the rarer things that they've printed off um in a long time like the rarity of how they come in it's it's doesn't go off of it's a rare or mythic card it's just the, the fact of finding these. So your next level is your Shocklands, and then you get into the, the filter, lands. filter lands, which that's the one that Lowry has.
0: They um, were, and these were just printed in Masters 25. We talked about these a yeah, bit, too. Yeah. Uh, well, they have all ten of them on the on Expeditions one. There's only the five. five printed in Masters 25, but uh, it's something that we've recently talked about.
1: So some of those are actually worth um, noting if you wanted to go after those. Um, the Black... Red one, uh, Graven, Graven Yep, that one's uh, about 30 bucks right now. So, the, what I actually invested in is I went for what did we figure out? We called
0: these guys, uh, a battle lands battle for battle for Zendikar.
1: So, they are also your dual lands where they count as a mountain or a forest for your Cinder Glade. Yeah, but what they do is when they Enter the battlefield. They come into play tapped unless you control two or more basic lands. So this is kind of good for your two color decks mostly.
0: You know what? And I've or uh, three color. I decks actually could. do like these for um, for commander or like as long as you have enough land basic lands. And generally, I run about twelve basic lands in yeah. every commander deck. Uh, and to and, give you an and idea. so these these work perfectly almost all the time yeah and they're used
1: in roughly for each one so there's five of these as well uh in fifteen thousand edh decks yeah.
0: so they're used quite a bit um and these these ones at the expedition did you say they're like 30 the bucks price. Yeah. yeah they're uh, like so 30 i was bucks.
1: getting them on average i got five of each for about 20 i got some for 17 bucks and i got some as high as 27 bucks. yeah because smaller so average... in march
0: which is black red that'd be swamp mountain is roughly 22 bucks yeah so those are the
1: only ones that i really spec'd on because i was like well they're cheap but they're actually used a ton in edh yeah
0: and i actually when i when i build um, modern decks generally i'm able to to fit in like at least one of them in that color Mm -hmm. and they're just not used in modern right now but if it catches on people can figure out like you know what we can take we can use this and not just Die to shocklands either, so it could give a little yeah. bit of balance and uh maybe get up to the prevalency in modern as the shocklands
1: so out of this whole the expeditions, these are the ones that I would say. If you're looking to try to make some money off of, go for these. They
0: have the best potential. Because, I just would agree with that. Because
1: they're cheap. I mean, that is a big part of it. But these are actually used. I mean, I could have said they're fetchable duels. I could say go for Tetonic Edge, but no, I don't think. I I just this is used so much in EDH that um, I I think it's uh, a win-win with this. And even if they only go up to fifty, hey, I double up my money. You know, it's not yeah i'm hoping they hit 100 and that'll be good <laughs> they'll sell my four that's good hope keep my
0: one and be good there uh so that's but I, I would ag- i would agree like that seems like the best value pick yeah to be able to make a little bit of, money or
1: just really break i mean that's yeah. expensive that's 25 dollars well card. if you're just
0: gonna go out and get one of each you're not gonna feel i mean it's still 150 bucks if you're gonna go out and get or maybe not that much in between 100 and 150 bucks for five of them yeah When you could really be spending three dollars on the original copies of it, but again, these things are so rare that That it's just kind of like it pushes these. I would say,
1: though, are a hold for they might take a little bit longer. Uh, The top end with those fetches, those are the ones that are going right away. These might take a little bit longer. Fetches are used
0: everywhere, everywhere that you can play them, they're played. Yeah,
1: so. Um, but yeah, that's it for the expeditions. We'll move on to the next one, which this is the one that's been targeted the most right now because, like Lowry said earlier, these cards are gorgeous.
0: Yeah, they're gorgeous. <laughs> the, the art on them it was perfect. So your soul. So
1: a lot of these, uh, every one of them, is artifacts.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, Kaladesh was kind of an artifact-themed yep. set, yep. and so uh, the masterpieces are kind of focused around mm-hmm. what. Uh, the set was doing. So, Zendikar was a land-heavy set, and that's why it was all based on lands. Kaladesh here is going to be all based on artifacts.
1: Yeah. So, the biggest seller is the most used card in Commander. Sol Ring. And that card you used to be able to... I, now, I've heard some people saying they were picking these up a few years ago when it came out and everything for about 80 bucks. This sucker is sitting at 387 right now. So, I mean, it, not too long ago it was at uh two let's see what was it 277 so you've got about a hundred dollar 110 ten dollar jump just in the last month
0: so yeah and that's where we're talking about like things are pretty crazy with the the inv- inventions here
1: now again we're not saying invest in these but if you want your masterpiece soul ring it and that's what that same podcast i was talking about the dude was thinking it was gonna jump
0: up Even more,
1: well, he thinks it's going to be easily a $500 card and potentially within the next five years, a thousand dollar card just because of how often this is used, what it's used in, and how limited supply the demand for Soul Ring is so high. He said this was the main one out of all these, um, all the masterpiece series. This is the one because there isn't that many out there. Now, when you say, I mean, five to 10,000, even 10,000, that isn't a lot of copies to be...
0: Yeah, we're talking about, uh, you know, on EDH Wreck, I think Sol Ring's in every deck. Yeah, pretty Essentially, much. Essentially, it's the most used card. I think I outside. have
1: one deck that I didn't put it in, and I don't remember why I didn't put it in. It probably was Just a bad idea. Yeah, exactly. It was probably <laughs> a bad idea not to put it in there, but I think I do have one deck <laughs> that does not have it in there. I'm um, pulling it up right now on EDH Wreck. it's Oh, that didn't pull it up. That's so...
0: (laughs) They're probably like, why would you look this up? Of course it's used. Don't worry about it.
1: 188,000 decks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which is more than the 10,000 that they believe was printed for the Masterpieces. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying.
1: So, yeah, with this whole set, I mean, what are some ones that you think uh, are worth noting? I picked up a monocrypt way back when it came out because this was the one that I wanted out of the couple printings of monocrypt I got mine for 120 and it's at 362 right now.
0: That was that was a nice buy. Um so I think
1: oh one other note. Neighbor Mike opened up a pack just recently. Mox Opal. Mox Opal. Yeah. That's at 340 right now. And then he followed it up by they were doing a celebratory pack opening cuz they got Mox Opal and they opened up uh, Avison restored and got um cavern of soil yeah freaking ridiculous day it's like you have a 500 hundred dollar day right there in two packs that's, that's not insane. Bad. why go to work if you're gonna yeah, do that exactly that should be your job just opening <laughs> packs <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah what what are your thoughts on some of these there I mean, were
0: there were about three cards that i felt like i would probably sit down and buy um so one of them is trenosphere okay yep uh so that's a three mana artifact and that basically makes all spells under three mana cost three mana. So you're willing to drop ninety dollars on that bad boy. It's a thirty dollar well that's my point is like I look at I'm looking at the value and oh, I'm just going, it's a thirty dollar I... card, and you can buy this for roughly ninety. And so it has the most room to go up because it is a used card and it is uh it's used in stacks and it, it just kinda jumped recently without in in dark steel um so in my mind there's room for this one to move up a little bit more as well yeah and yeah you're because you're talking about cards that are used that are i mean uh you know 10 15 times the amount that it's worth trinosphere isn't that good of a card it's not it's not a uh it's not a fetch land good but it's a used card and so i can see it being five times its original worth yeah. i can see it, i can easily see it being uh, like a 150 fifty dollar card yeah off I mean, of these inventions well
1: uh, um yeah and like you said the uh, dark steel one is it's at 73 bucks so you're not for that the far. foil yeah for the foil yeah. of that and this is these are all foil by the way if we didn't mention that before yeah they're all, all foil. these masterpieces are foil. so um yeah i i can see what you're saying there um
0: were there what ones were you oh you know I don't even know. No, I mean,
1: I don't know. Like right. I went after the expeditions because I felt like the, the main stuff was taken from, um, the masterpiece series of the ones that I would go after. You know, I would go after the top stuff. Um, I don't know. Was there, tell have, me some more. You're not. I have, here. I have three have others
0: that. that I th- I was thinking that had potential, um, staff of domination. Uh, that's, uh, it's $85. Yeah. Um, but it's a, if I'm remembering right, it's like a $25 card, non-foil, and yep.
1: uh, it was... <laughs> Funny, four, uh, 40 bucks for foil, so yeah, it's not...
0: So I feel like it just, it has potential, it's, it's basically only used to do broken things, like just combo out and win yeah. in Commander, um, and it is a, a very used card in Commander, so the difference between its regular price and what it's at on the Inventions, I feel like it's pretty low.
1: So, do you feel like anything with the lower stuff, like your Black Vice
0: or um, the Gear Hulks, I'm not too fond of, I don't think? See, and I would agree with that. The Gear, Gear Hulks aren't nearly as potential wise, but I do think the Torrential Gear Hulk, is always the good. blue one, has yeah. some potential. I do like that one. Um, you know, it's just the six mana Snapcaster Mage pretty much for free, but, um, and, you know, and that card was up to $20, $30 in standard yeah you know once it rotates um that card's going to be purchasable Man.
1: grindstone you could have picked up about a month ago for 30 bucks whereas if you get the original grindstone it's at 30 bucks oh no that's no, what i'm no, looking
0: no. at <laughs> what am i talking about yeah, i don't know no it's a
1: there Nine. isn't a foil never mind there isn't well, even there a, foil isn't a foil printing of that well, one either the-
0: so, the thing actually, Grindstone was on my notes as well because that was part of a legacy deck mm-hmm. um, with Imperial uh, Recruiter that was just reprinted in uh, Modern 20, Masters 25. Yeah. And then that combos it, uh, Grindstone combos with Painter Servant. So, with the printing of uh, Imperial Recruiter and Masters 25, I can see people playing that deck more, which would make Grindstone more popular. And so maybe the uh, the only problem is is like how popular is legacy yeah. compared to modern or standard or, or commander, commander or whatever. Yeah. yeah and so if if it does well in a tournament obviously just about every card that has a potential grindstone used to be a $20 card now it's 10 because it's not a very popular deck yeah um but um, i can i can see it becoming if it does become a popular deck i can see the inventions of grindstone going up
1: um what about the swords um the swords <laughs> we have our they're, they're sword of fire and ice is over a hundred anything yeah.
0: playable is over a hundred and yeah. it's just tough for me to spend that kind of money See, i don't think i'm gonna go
1: after kaladesh invention i mean go after it if you want it for your collection a,
0: a lot of them have already gone up big time yeah and so it's a little hard to say hey go out and buy these cards because they've already gone up
1: yeah um, um the, the only ones I would say you'd go after are bottom ones, which are what Lowry was saying there, but wait, I don't say go after the gear hulks. Cause I, unless it's torrential gear hulk and torrential is at 50. So yeah. And
0: I, I would wait until after rotation because yeah. it, demand would even be lower for it. Yeah. Um, so depending on how popular, you know, like it's just, it's hard to tell like when it comes to non-rational things, like it's, <laughs> it's really hard to, be, these are for collectors. Great, yeah. but like, who's collecting? Yeah, you're talking about a dude that's is gonna spend three hundred fifty thousand drop, or, it. drop Sell. selling it. You're just like, wow, that that guy's just like way over my head. Yeah, I know when he's it comes just, to that stuff.
1: Well, uh, he was the one that was talking about um, when he sells he or not sells he's bought out things to. He thinks a good is a good card and makes the basically the market jump because so he's he buys like, it out. He's the
0: Warren Buffett of magic cards, <laughs> yeah. just buys out a stock to make a jump on perfect. It was,
1: pfft. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, so, I mean, that's it for the Kaladesh stuff. I don't think I'm getting anything. I feel like we're kind of late to the party on that one. Um, I, I
0: would I would agree with that as well.
1: Because um, the ones I would want to go after are, are, I mean, I already got my Monocrypt, but Soul Ring would have been sweet, Mox Opal, Monovolt, uh, Snarium Bridge, Aether Vile, oh man, Crucible of Worlds. There's a lot of great cards. I mean, Arcbound, you got the Sword of Fire and Ice. Feast and Famine. Feast and Famine a uh, worm coil en- engine would have been sweet i like the the art on that these cards just look gorgeous yeah
0: um, I, at the very least I'll, I'll definitely tag uh or hyperlink it you should be able to check out to the list the Where, like yeah. yeah i'll probably hyperlink it to Goldfish. the one we're looking at yeah yeah uh so
1: yeah that then we go from there to the most beautiful looking cards to the ugliest masterpiece <laughs> okay okay series. yeah
0: we we semi-agree <laughs> on this it's just I, I wouldn't say that it's ugly, but it's just like you can't read crap on it. You don't. The the <laughs> words are really different. They're like they're like they're trying, trying to make it, so it really you like can, e- like
1: hierog e- or hieroglyphics. Is, no. Yeah,
0: yeah, something like hieroglyphics. I was gonna say Egyptian, but like they're trying to make it so you're probably like, not right.
1: Trying to determine what it says, and it's just like,
0: ugh. It's it's hard to like the like so like the top one is Blood Moon at two hundred dollars, along, along force with Force of Will at two hundred, but like. it just goes across it says Blood Moon and you can kind of read it the spacing's really tough to tell if it's one word or two and then like you know it's two colorless and a red mana but the red mana is also colorless like it's just just, it's just a a one kind of blank or like beige with some black scratches on yeah. the top of it and not until recently
1: did i even realize that there they showed a color on the cards by the edges they have like if it's red yeah they have like these little red stripes but it's just a really narrow band going along the card so it i i was the only one that pulled one of these in you, our boxes. you got a
0: loyal retainers back when we bought a, yeah. a and, box a piece of almond
1: and i couldn't tell you what kind of creature. Like you were like
0: us. <laughs> I don't even what know what is this. this is.
1: <laughs> Can't read it. So uh, this, th- these aren't being targeted necessarily. I mean, no, I think they are still being targeted, but they're not being hit like the other ones. Um, so your top card went from a buck twenty-five. No, and it, it wasn't. Yeah, it was one hundred twenty-five. dollars okay. you a, said a buck twenty-five. That's I was what, like, what I was meant, like a buck twenty-five,
0: yeah, one I, I don't speak your oh, McDonald's lingo. Say,
1: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, one hundred and twenty-five <laughs> to two hundred. Yeah, that'd have been crazy. It went from a dollar twenty-five to two hundred. <laughs> so many people are rich right now. Um, so it did have a jump when everything else jumped. But I think what people are doing there is going. All right, the. Yeah, the Kaladesh inventions went up. We gotta buy the top ones of every other one. So
0: yeah, and that could be it. Like Blood Moon is used a whole ton. It's a it's a modern staple.
1: But you look at Force of Will, and it's been close to two hundred. I mean, yeah. it was at one hundred a buck seventy it's
0: foil. It just yeah, the cards are just kind of weird. They're they're templated weird. So like all of the words, like if it's counter target spell, it's just centered on the card. Yeah. Um, and it looks like the the sides are pillars. Where you were talking about the color being uh, one one thing that you don't really under like realize when you're looking at magic cards is they really actually focus on like is this going to be a green card? I want to make sure that the coloring in the picture is green. Yeah, yeah. And so it the represents a green everything. card. Yeah. yeah. Per, uh, purple normally represents like black because it's hard. You don't want a card to be too black. Yeah. And they talk about this stuff on like uh, podcasts, like actual wizards, like. Um, and these don't look like that. Yeah, it's it's hard Each to one actually looks tell. exactly
1: the same, like it's the same bland, coloring and Egyptian beige and, and
0: well, desert like yeah. I would probably go.
1: They all look like they should be yellow cards. <laughs> <laughs> you know. PP the, cards? <laughs> don't start P M. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh,
0: so here it's kinda going like, okay, they have some very used cards. But the the theme isn't super focused because what are invocations? Yeah. Um, actually, I probably should have looked up the word before because <laughs> then you're gonna get. <laughs> if there were more people listening, they they're
1: gonna give you comments. If, but it this doesn't feel like, like there's a focus no.
0: in what's going on. It just feels like okay, I think this could set up in in a uh, a desert style realm. Yeah, like Blood Moon or. It just I don't seems even like know, Force like, cards
1: that were you that are used. Kinda often in all different formats. Doesn't it kind of seem yeah. like that? I mean, you got Force of Will. You got Blood Moon, which is used in quite a bit of things. Force of Will is used in modern. No, not modern. It's used in Legacy, Legacy, yeah. um,
0: and Vintage. What would Daze?
1: Daze is in. Uh, legacy Lexi, well. yeah, yeah.
0: Days is a hugely used card as well
1: um omniscience would be commander um, omniscience i'm oh, sorry omniscience I, you know, omniscience. every time i see it what, I think, think we're at the omni theater that's how i in my head <laughs> with my dyslexia crap that's how i always read that card is omniscience you need to take a theology <laughs> class <laughs> yeah. thought you got modern so i mean these are your top cards that i'm reading off
0: well one of the things about is is modern, the implications here was like standard Okay, going back all the way, like I think one of the reasons why this kind of failed I, – I, I don't know. It, it failed as an idea in my mind because it was so rare. Yeah. It's so rare that I don't even want them <laughs> because they're just – they're too hard to get. Yeah. I can't trade for them. I don't want to spend – like again, that, that price difference between am I going to spend $100 on a, um, a $10 card? It, that's hard to justify. Yeah it's already hard to tell my wife i spent ten dollars on a, a piece of cardboard <laughs> yeah. so like no i just I, I bought this one for 100 don't worry about it hun. like it just doesn't make sense yeah i got um, this one i could have
1: got this one it was 500 yeah be happy yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: that's that's some good psychology <laughs> going on there but you know I, I think in the invocations one they also used a lot more like bad cards yeah like not necessarily like super big staples yeah um like just just looking well doomsday is a combo card but it's not used a whole time i'm just
1: sorry i didn't it went along with what you were saying but i'm like going down the list and i'm like that's the card i was at when you got Amazing loyal retainers like
0: divert i don't even that's one of the few cards i couldn't just name off the top of my head that's is that good enough to be in a masterpiece series probably not but they, I know, think, what they, happened they have, is they like, kind of ran
1: out of like ran things. out of the cars They're like,
0: oh, whoa! Actually, we need to slow down. <laughs> well, here. then
1: they can't because they, when they first announced that they were doing the like the expedition or the masterpiece stuff, they're like, mm-hmm. every set is going to have this. forward. We Moving have this forward, and yeah. then they got
0: here and they're like shit we ran out of stuff to freaking print <laughs> uh,
1: never mind we're taking that back we are done with <laughs> doing that and, so, and I can
0: I can understand why you would do like a, kind of a bigger selection with the expeditions because you want to like complete um you know cycles of the all the fetches all the shocklands all the filters that makes sense to me uh the problem is like they they did 54 inventions 54 invocations and you know you're out of just three sets or three blocks, you're talking about just under 100. 150 cards <laughs> that are special, and you only you're only getting so many of them. It's kind of like why not choose half that many? You're still kind of promoting the newer cards, like yeah. the Gear Hulks or whatever. Um, you're you're able to get your five in there, yeah. like the Battle lands. Yeah,
1: you don't need a crap ton. They, they just you, had...
0: yeah, you just had to do like you could do ten and one, ten and the other like twelve and twelve, and then. Maybe print them a little bit more. Yeah, because one in every in four boxes, maybe one in every four boxes. Yeah, um and th- that's all you have to do, and you—they are would still be desirable.
1: And actually, then your your count would be a bit higher than yeah. that ten thousand a card that you know. You know, and if, then if there's you, only a... you
0: add you add that by thirty percent roughly, and yeah. if you just added it to one more box average. Um,
1: then you get a little bit better of. The, I liked the idea of these. It, it, it would
0: have just been nice if they could have stretched it out for five years <laughs> instead yeah, of a year all, and a half. Yeah,
1: exactly. If all these would have been done in five years, would have been okay. You yeah, know, with one hundred and fifty cards, different cards. Um, but it, you would have had you would have been working with like you said. Each set would have had their f- five. You know your gear hulks or cool. your whatever's in that set at the time. Because the the ones the the lands that I was talking about. Those were the special ones in that set. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why they're in there. Um, and the
0: Gear Hulks are cheapest in the inventions as well. And then but the, like, gods yeah, and the, gods the gods are in this are one. Yeah, the gods are
1: actually the more expensive ones in this. Because yeah, but they also used. have
0: all, so they have five of the monocolored ones, and then they have the three multicolored ones yeah. Scarab God, Locust God, and the Scorpion God. So, yeah. um, like, again, I, I'll start with Divert, Sunder, Boil desolation angel like these cards are like a dollar yeah. in real life
1: avatar woe i love them. that card it's yeah. used
0: a whole ton actually I, I i i like that one a lot just because i like playing with avatar woe but like um shatterstorm yeah shatterstorm was used a bit in modern but it's just a little too slow for the modern day like uh artifact X. i like the
1: attrition one but you know
0: <laughs> actually that would have been one of my specs would be attrition yeah I like because the it's way a that cheaper looks. one uh it was like an eight dollar card and it's been kind of printed it, i feel like it's used in edh enough to be and that you hasn't know, really
1: jumped much but like yeah like I said, there isn't bucks. a lot of these that have jumped at all so actually if you wanted to jump in on any of them that are used quite often um this would be the time to do it i mean thought Seize is 150 from the get-go though yeah this one is uh
0: and Thoughtseize <laughs> thought is the most used discard spell yeah. like just across the board other than maybe you know one more but it's used a ton and so that's that's why like if it's super rare and used a lot in different places the card is just going to be ridiculous yeah um and well, so like the only other card that i would probably maybe invest in is lord of extinction and that's selling for uh, like thirty to thirty-five dollars, uh, and non non invocation like non foil. It's a fifteen-dollar card, and so you're just talking about like it's double the price. Along with where these are, I feel like that's one of the better value picks.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Uh, um, if you were to go after some of this, I mean, this <laughs> I'm going after the the other set. Well, I already got what I wanted to get, so I'm yeah. actually probably not going to get any more of these, but. If these stay low for a long time, but these will probably start getting bought up eventually. You know, yeah, I think the I think these gone. are going
0: to be the least desirable out of the sets or yeah. out of the masterpieces. Um, but again, it's just kind of like it's hard to justify. Like I mean, look at uh, you have Diabolic Edict. This is a it's a, like a common or uncommon from Tempest. You can you can get them for under a dollar, and they are. Where is the diabolic edict? Yeah, it's like forty-seven dollars. <laughs> yeah. it's like that doesn't that doesn't make a whole ton of sense. But again, you just go back to collectors, yeah. and um, you know there there is a well, really big so, debate between collectors and like players. I,
1: I think the problem that this happened with this set too is not only the, how it was it looks, but you think of the first two, it's lands, and every deck lands and artifacts. They're used in everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas these are specific colors and they're not
0: used in everything. So you started out, you, you blew your load right away and then you're scrambling the, <laughs> to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to, feel, <laughs> to fill the other holes. That's Lowry's wink, uh, wink, wink, wink.
1: masturbation sound. No, not no, masturbation. It's uh, If I described that, it'd be a little dirty. <laughs> you're weird, dude. <laughs> Too bad we don't have the cameras. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, so anyways, I don't know. Um, overall, what do we think? We think the Kaladesh one, the Kaladesh inventions are kind of hard to get the ones that are, that are really good in it. But there are some notable ones that, like Lowry mentioned, the ones that are pretty close to their actual price for the non inventions. Yeah. These, I don't think you necessarily have to jump on board, maybe go through and pick out ones that you kind of like if you want to. Um, but I would stay with the Kaladesh and there's some opportunity
0: with the lower end of Kaladesh and, um, the expeditions. I can see that. And, and really with, so let's say like the invocations from Amonkhet are just as rare as the other two. Let's say that. Are we saying that rarity is the driving factor on this?
1: Yeah, rarity and, and the foil factor, and the foil
0: factor, and so the question—the question, the the question ends up being like, just because the invocations aren't necessarily as desirable as the other two, it's still rare, and so that might be where your best value is coming from. Yeah, because it's not being picked on but nearly this, as quickly as expeditions. The problem with these
1: is so many people hate the way the cards are designed. Yeah. That's the hard part. The other ones. I know you were saying you don't like how the expedition seemed dark. But then other podcasts I was listening to, I'm, I'm in the middle. I actually like, personally, the regular art. Um, I didn't like...
0: Um, well, how, how about this question? And, and I know this isn't something that we've talked about at all. But what is a more desirable full art land? Is it unglued, unhinged, or is it Zendikar and Battle for Zendikar?
1: For me, yeah. For me, I loved um unstable.
0: Yeah, unstable was a really good unstable one Unstable, I like more than or, all. Or the do other you go lands. with an, or Amonkhet and like these? But then these, second
1: uh, to that, I went after all the Battle for, Battle for Zendikar. All those full art, I loved the way all that looked and but, all the. But full when you're doing
0: lights. that, they were you know fifty cents. But when you're talking about unhinged or unglued, they were already four to eight dollars. And so it's like, well, I don't necessarily want that. In my opinion, the unlands are just gorgeous. But they're I'd also much, a lot more rare, they're, and they're well. But they're just gorgeous. I'd much rather play with those if I'm picking I do out the regular. Did not like the
1: first un one un- the un with the more brown yeah, on it. I, I really like, like
0: those too because they're, they just look. They seem more so, unique than everything else. They are
1: very different. They just yeah. seem very like. I didn't like the art as much.
0: I can understand that, and that would probably be like, um, it's a preference thing, and yeah. so it's kind of like okay. But overall,
1: we, don't we think unstable lands are gorgeous? Are just yeah. amazing. But uh, and it, those and are it, border to border, you know. Yeah, yeah. Full art. That's your your full. And art, so if full you're art. if you're gonna
0: come down and do a comparison with just like the very basic of lands, we're we're willing to spend four or five bucks on these better looking lands than just the boxes upon boxes of basic lands. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like. This is a much huge, like, huger jump. It's a lot bigger jump here. You're you're talking about $150 for a $10 card. Think of
1: this, though. I and Puka to get rid of my points. I just traded away $250 worth of points, Puka
0: points, for those lands.
1: Those lands for $10 a piece instead of the $4 a piece, and the the islands I was getting for $15 a piece. And I was willing to just dump all that. Well, also I'm trying to dump my points. Yeah, from
0: that. and then you're dumping it because the economy on Puka has really yeah. kind of crumbled. So like, uh, 250 dollars worth of cards, I have I no idea it, what the value is, but technically 250 dollars worth is, and let's say you just did it for 10 dollars a piece, quote unquote, per card. So you got 25 lands when really they're three to four dollars. So really, that two hundred fifty dollars so like was worth seventy five. Mm-hmm. So really, the economy on Puka, when it comes to that, is you know thirty percent of what it actually. But to should me, be. it
1: was different because you know me and the unstable. You're, you're getting, you getting what you want The unstable yeah. lands, and so I didn't. You know, I was willing to go over, well over, yeah. and, and, and the, that's, the cards I traded a... to Puka because of how the economy is with that was all junk anyways. Yeah, to yeah. get my two hundred fifty thousand point or twenty five thousand
0: $250 worth of points. Yeah, i was just say
1: it that way. <laughs> to get to that, I was trading away all my commons and uncommons. Yeah. There was never anything that I wanted to get those points yeah. up there. So,
0: And I was just saying, the, the Puka trade economy at this point is rotten. Yeah.
1: Like, it's... It's tough. And you you've been having good luck on card Sphere lately. You said that I, I've enjoyed been... card
0: Sphere. It, it seems really quick. Um, I'm not being really aggressive on it. Uh, just but because I some like, good
1: cards that we like we used to get on Puka.
0: Yeah, somebody just sent me a G or yeah, a GP foil Gristle brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got a Mega so the moon coming as well in nice. the same package. It's like pff, yeah, that's these are this that's what I wanted. That's what Puka Trade used to be. Yeah, year and a half, two years ago.
1: No, so going back, sorry, just going back to what you were talking about, the masterpiece okay. stuff. No, so what you're saying there is like we can justify like, it
0: off of basics. Yeah.
1: Um. So why not with the regular lands? It's kind of what you're getting at. With a little uh, with bit. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean that. It's such a bigger scale. Yeah, but so, I mean
1: I'm willing. Uh, like, I see what you're saying. Like you're making more of the point, emphasizing the point of why I went. Or, you know why these might go up right yeah 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 then that makes sense because... i
0: i know that um you know an invasion mountain is not going to do anything mm-hmm. um to whereas an unhinged which unstable Unstable's unstable is the new one unstable yeah. you can get them for roughly three dollars let's mm-hmm. say you almost know that's going to be able to go up and hit at least double up to six to seven cards or seven dollars yeah um and so it's kind of like you almost know that these masterpiece series cards are are going to go up yeah so how how do you want to buy it how do you want to invest in it do you want to just use it for fun make sure you have it in your collection or And
1: also kind of, I guess it depends on what you have, what your funds are. Yeah. Oh yeah. Part of it. I mean, that was a hard thing for me to go after that. I had to dip into my own funds. Uh, I have normally my magic cards that I sell. And then when that money goes up, I use that money to buy other cards. And this, I was like, I just feel like these are going to go quick. So I dipped into my own.
0: So it was, it was in your mind, it was worth dipping into your own funds that weren't necessarily related with your finances and magic. Because it was worth it. Because you you are that sure of the that, cards going yeah. up, and at least adding a percentage. Yep.
1: And then what I, I have a little note to myself next to my computer, <laughs> you owe this back to you, <laughs> so you don't pay. So I just to remind myself, you got to pay this back when you sell those cards, because that's yeah. pretty much what I'm gonna do. Is I'm waiting for them to double, triple, quadruple up, and then dump them. That's uh, a good. Dream. Not all of them, though. I'm gonna keep. Yeah. I actually I like the way they look, so I'm gonna keep one of each just to have for my collection. So, okay. Uh, good uh, discussion. Yeah. This is a we like it's, just discussed this out here. There was no.
0: Uh, yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We talk had no idea out. what it was. We we, we knew kind of the basics of what we were gonna talk about, but we didn't really. Was it? Was there anything else in that podcast that you kind of listened to that was interesting? I feel like you you kind of hit everything. Yeah. Just
1: trying to. I mean that those guys do a good job uh if you guys like our podcast when we talk finance they also do a good job like i said it was mtg fast finance they're uh two good guys they're canadian guys i think there's a couple canadian canadian podcasts
0: well Uh, they have a lot of time in the winter (laughs) (laughs) so they
1: they do a good job um and they break down they break down the specs pretty good so um
0: um when yeah and when you generally tell me about what they've talked about um and how they did it normally like yeah that that makes sense i just don't want to put in the time to do that yeah (laughs) well that was a lot more than the other guy was
1: amazed with how much he broke that down like when he calculated all out for how many cards were made for each masterpiece he's like what (laughs) so i don't know it was it was an interesting discussion i mean it made it so that to me i was like okay I do know that the masterpieces were going off, but these are the ones I'm going after. I didn't go off of what t- they said to go after. They were saying go after Soul Ring and all that stuff if yeah, you have And the that's fun. just so
0: rich for my blood. Yeah, I know I, that and part. I couldn't.
1: And the thing is is I would go after the Soul Ring and I wouldn't want to sell that. You know, it'd be like yeah. I'd want to part keep of your, it. Part of your collection. So, yeah. and
0: that's the part of balancing collection versus investing versus yeah. just playing. Yeah. Um, and, and, again, I, I know we've talked about this a little bit more. You you sell, and so you're more willing to be able to sell these cards if they do go up. Yeah. My my problem ends up being, like, if they do go up, I I want to trade. Like, what I do generally is I look for where I'm going to get the most growth or the better value out of my cards. Yeah. Um, But, again, like, you know Force of Will is going to go up, but I'm not willing. I wasn't even willing to spend, like, $70 on a regular version. <laughs> I I don't know if I'm going to spend $200 on a invocation version the hard what? part it just like, not it's not i don't know i'm not going to yeah uh, I no
1: won't. no it's it kind of gets up there once you get into the yeah, the fetch lands i went after those were i bought one of those each like i said but i'm willing to sell those away you know it's
0: mm-hmm.
1: i i want the full if i was going to keep it i'd have to buy the full set <laughs> and i'm not going to yeah. spend that amount of money you know Whew. it's all about my not uh 80 AD, not adhd it's uh, obsessive compulsive i don't um, have that but if i only had many, two of how them, many ticks do you have yeah <laughs> no i'm just saying if i had two of them i could you know i'd have to have all 10 <laughs> okay <laughs> i can't yeah. just have the two yeah so that would be a, a thing
0: but yeah um if you get if you have any questions statements about this um chime in i guess on twitter
1: yeah uh any quick yeah any thoughts on maybe ones that you think we missed maybe you think that are our... yeah what,
0: what do you think is uh, a better value or what do you think is going to go up and w- worth the purchase
1: Now uh, you could even leave comments too on youtube or um yeah share we're, us an email
0: we're open to new ideas we're experimental um you know we're all about it
1: so about it, about it oh yeah we and we still haven't gotten a dang person to give us a dang song request
0: yeah could you do that? Come on,
1: you SBS, Just give kidding. us a song I know, request. <laughs> do I know what I'm
0: doing next week or two weeks from now?
1: A year, you know, you. I thought you had like three or four songs lined up.
0: Uh, well, I used one of them last week, Oh, and okay. then I have one, but that's not going to happen until a certain card is reprinted. Oh. so I got that one's waiting. What if legs. it's never reprinted? It will be.
1: Oh, now i'm gonna try to figure this out it's
0: amazing it's, <laughs> i don't have to change a word on it it's, you're just gonna it's funny. yeah that's easy yeah son of a bean. but it's gonna be funny i think <laughs> i hope i don't know uh,
1: well that should do it for episode number 10 we'll keep uh chugging along maybe yeah. um we appreciate the listens um like i said next week we'll have not battle the
0: boxes dueling Dueling boxes boxes.
1: we don't know timing on that yet it kind of depends whenever the box box comes comes in yeah and so it'll either be before or after a podcast we'll figure it out but
0: yeah and then in the meantime we'll figure out what we're going to talk about next week yeah i do you think there's going to be more spoilers spoilers anyway (laughs) that'd be great
1: Oh well no, let's not talk let's not waste it what if we uh talk about something else i was gonna say oh
0: we should talk about blah blah blah. you can tell then, me afterwards i have no <laughs> idea
1: i'm out of ideas all right well that's uh i think that does it because we are running pretty long on this oh, holy wait. crap what you do you <laughs> do all, all
0: right.
1: right well we'll uh check you guys next week kisses <laughs> <laughs> smooches <laughs> Jeez,